All right, it's good to be with you. I'm excited about my first uh, California Bible conference. This is the microphone's fault, brother. He can, he can lower it, all right? God put one in here already. I, I'm excited to be with you, and I'm looking mostly forward to what God's got planned for us. I know he's going to speak. That's never my concern because the Word of God's going to be opened. My concern's always, are we going to listen to what he has to say? And so that's what I've been praying, just that the Lord would give us hearts that are receptive and, uh, and specifically to have good soil. Because as we, I don't know, if we're honest with the Lord, oftentimes we look at like the hard soil and the, the rocky soil as like unsaved people. But oftentimes I see those same soils in my life. And without a doubt, thorns choke so much of what goes in. So that's my prayer. Now, with that being said, um, I'll first go ahead and tell you what I'm going to be sharing on. And after that, I'll go backwards and uh, just tell you a tiny bit, like one minute version of... Uh, of I guess who I am since I was supposed to do that. But uh, John chapter 1, and you don't need to turn there, but in John 1, it says uh, in verse 14, the word became flesh, dwelt among us. We've seen his glory, glory as of the only uh, begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And John bore witness about him and cried out, this is he of whom I said, is he who comes after me, um, but ranks before me before because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth comes through Jesus Christ. Now listen to this. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. So this week what we're going to do is we want to go on a journey through the Gospel of John. But obviously the Gospel of John, there's no way we can do an adequate journey. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a brief glimpse into the Gospel of John, looking at six different stories where a woman encounters or experiences Jesus Christ in a different way. My desire, my prayer for all of us, is that our faith would grow in six dimensions of looking at Christ. Because as I think about the Lord Jesus Christ and his beauty— He's altogether lovely, and we know that, and we're like, it's very theological to us. But I want us to take a glimpse at six different angles of the Lord Jesus, and I think if we listen, and if we're receptive, I think we're going to grow in our love for him, but even more than merely that, our desire for all-out surrender and obedience to him. Because you see, when I think about inspection, uh, I, I think of uh, a lot of things. When I think of a rental car, I rent cars frequently, and they always want me to walk around the car and look at the car to see, is, are there any dents, are there any spots, anything that might, uh, might be like basically my fault at the end if I didn't identify the fact that it was there. Or I think about, uh, I was recently in a harbor, and there were these huge yachts, and I was like looking up online to see how much they cost, and it was like $47 million. And as I'm sitting there, all these employees of the yacht get out there, and they're literally taking toothbrushes, and they're like scraping. I I don't see anything to scrape. There's no dirt there, but there's like scraping something, and I, when I say this, I'm not exaggerating. I'm understating. They spent 15 to 20 minutes. I, I'm like, it was probably 35 minutes. So I'm like trying to dumb it down here. They spent like 15 to 20 minutes on one little spot of one panel on this massive yacht. And I just thought, man, if they spend that much time with a toothbrush trying to scrape one little panel on some stupid yacht that's not going to exist but for a little bit of time, how much more? Ought we to examine that closely, the Lord Jesus Christ, 
And when we see that he's altogether lovely, oh my, we're going to leave Yosemite and we're going to want to show the world what Jesus looks like and we're going to want to know him more intimately. So that's the journey we're going to go on. We're going to learn from these six women and their experience with the Lord Jesus. Now, with that being said, there's also a woman in my life that you'll meet hopefully tomorrow. Um, just got married in January, and she's actually in a wedding this weekend in Texas. So she'll fly out, Lord willing, in the morning. And uh, Lord willing, someone will pick her up at the airport. Um, it has been arranged, and so she should be joining me um, later tomorrow. But that being said, uh, most of my life's been over on the continent of Africa, 25 of my 34 years. Uh, and my heartbeat is for a few different things. One, to know the Lord Jesus. Two, I want to invest my life into hurting kids around the world. Three, I want to see unreached nations reach with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not okay with the fact that 40% of our world still has not heard of Jesus Christ. I think that's totally a dishonor to his name when his desire for, for us as his body before going back up to heaven was go into all the world and preach the gospel. In 2,000 years, we still have 40% of the world we're not even going to. I mean, come on, let's be real. Who knows a worker in Bhutan right now? Just one in the whole country. One in Mauritania, the whole country. Just one. How about one in Libya right now? Just the whole country. We're not going. So that's another burden. And my fourth burden is that my generation, and I love you older folks, but my generation, that they would be unconditional followers of Jesus Christ. So I hope we can spend a lot of time together chatting about these things, but most of all, growing in our love for Jesus Christ. And I'm also really excited to sit and absorb the ministry from my brother Ken daughter. So with that, the baton's been passed.